Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Green all by himself. 20, 10, touchdown. 98 yards and a Lambo leap. Here is your host, Amon Green. All right, welcome into the show. I'm your host, Amon Green, and you're watching the Amon Green Show and listening out there. Got my man, Harrison, to the right on the ones and twos. Harrison, man, how you doing? Doing great. We talked about it a little bit over the weekend. Sounds like you had a nice chill weekend. Chill. Um, unfortunately, Nebraska basketball, Did not. tough, tough weekend for them. Right. They dropped the undefeated. They're no longer undefeated. So seven uh, and one. Seven right. and one, but still a good record, right? Like, I'm nowhere near the panic button on this team. Baylor, or not Baylor, Creighton's uh, Creighton. still a good team. Baylor Shireman's a great player on that team. Gotcha. Uh, he was able to get 24 on us, but yeah, I'm nowhere near the panic button, I think, especially in basketball this early in the season. Creighton's a good team. Dude. I know they lost to Colorado State, but that's still right. pretty much banking them and getting to tournament and at least win their first game. Yeah, so, don't, don't tough, be, tough matchup. Yeah, don't be like that uh, Dr. Pepper commercial. <laughs> Start burning all my jerseys. Burning everything. And he's like... <laughs> That was just the first drive, you know, first <laughs> series. You know, no, don't do that. You got to be that fan uh, supporter being in for the long haul. This season is first quarter of the season, basically, for college basketball all around. Um, but it's fourth quarter for uh, college football. And I say third, almost, I say third quarter going for NFL. Yeah. And for third quarter, I say for fourth quarter college football, we already know, unfortunately, our status as a football team. We're getting ready. We're healing up and getting ready for spring ball right now. And they're obviously recruiting for Coach Rule and his staff is probably cranking up now. Yeah, they're already looking at Will Howard out of Kansas State, one of the quarterbacks out of the portal. Or portal. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's in the portal now. I don't think we're going to spend the money on a guy like that, but maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I don't think we'll grab a quarterback. Oh, from Oklahoma. Yeah, from Oklahoma. Yeah, right? Surprising. That's not a guy that anticipated to hit the portal. No way, really. What yeah. what is something he didn't like down there? Uh, I never got any quotes on. I'm curious. Really? Yeah, Roman I mean, if, Gabriel. Uh, is, if, wow, that's that is a, that, that's a little bit of a surprise. Uh, we do want to. This is a great point from Sandman four sixty. Said Harrison, don't forget, girls basketball uh, came back to beat Georgia Tech second half. It's a good point. There girls go. basketball okay. got the win over the weekend, women, and of course Nebraska volleyball doing their thing. Yeah, as well. they're about to do their thing, mm-hmm. and they got uh, Thursday at one o'clock, right? Yeah, I believe that's the next one here. There's a little off, break off. But. Serve off. Mm-hmm. Going to be going. Who, who's, who's the opponent? I haven't heard that yet. Uh, I got to pull up the bracket here. If my Wi-Fi will let me here in one sec here. Yeah, because I want to. You obviously want to shout out Nebraska Volleyball. But while I look this up for you, uh, why don't you give everyone an update on Nebraska Esports? You said you had a decent weekend there as well. Yeah, we. Uh, I know we've had a Call of Duty match. We played... Uh, a few teams. Hold on, I got the teams right here. We didn't. We finished. We started strong, but finished a little behind the eight ball. But it's just basically off season, preseason uh, matches that we are now putting together. Because there was, if I told you, and I did that, the Call of Duty League for college sports or for esports. I'm sorry for Call of Duty was shut down mm-hmm. back in the um coming into the fall. So now the players, team manager, have to find games you know find matches and so they found a match they were at it this sunday they were playing on sunday and let me go up here a bit quit quite a bit here a lot of talk 
we were having and we played we beat liberty and arkansas state and then lost to a&m and north texas dallas university okay so it was a 40 40 plus team tournament so i'm good i'm good with that so two wins two losses you know mm-hmm. you break even um and so i'm happy with that and uh i know other team we had a big team function team activity ota as you as my go back to my nfl days i'm like oh, i'm organizing team activities now <laughs> <laughs> so we had to organize team activity so it was wasn't practicing it was all more just getting to know the players like i'm seeing players faces and get to talk to them face to face instead of over the discord uh, mm-hmm. group chat and just uh give them you know we did just more of an introduction and basically more again because it was new faces there that i, I did this I'm going to do it twice a semester. I'm going to do it at each start of the start and the end of every semester. So two times, I say four times a year. So twice in the spring, twice in the fall. And so this was the second time from in the fall. And uh, a lot of people that were at, weren't at the first one, were at the second one. And we talked, told them what my goals are for the team, you know, between getting a facility built and then from a game time, you know, game standpoint, making sure players understand everything about what we're going to do in the building. Um, from accountability, responsibility, practicing, getting better. And uh, now it's just get to know you and get names, get faces. And I found out I got a kid that's kind of re- basically related in a way because he is cousins to my nieces and nephews to one of my brother's kids. So I'm like, oh, we're pretty much family. <laughs> yeah. you know? um, his name's Tate. You play Smash. Shout out Tate. Yeah. It's a good roster to be a part yep. of these days too, I hear. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the roster. And, and they got a good squad, good squad, good players. I mean, we all do all around. Mm-hmm. And so it was the players from Smash, from Overwatch, from uh, Call of Duty, Smash, uh, Mario Kart, League of Legends, and uh, then our social media group of kids, our production kids, everybody there, players that support the program. And just, you know, getting the word out, saying, hey, we're doing this every year. We're going to do this to get to know each other, get to know, even though you might know your team already well, but you get to find out things because we're going to play games. Mm-hmm. And we did a game. Uh, we I, I put out a list of names on the Discord of games, of like team activity, team building, and they found this game called Lego Man. So basically how you play the game is you take one person. So we took uh, Z, who you know, and work, it does the show here when we get it up going again. Z took some Legos with her and created any, you know, no instruction, just put something together. And so when she got done with that, so eat one person from all five groups, we have five groups total. We have about almost 50 kids show up. Mm-hmm. So 10 kids per group. One person goes, look at the, the model that was built by Z and got to remember the colors, where they were, how, you know, the structure of it. What was it? What was the shape of and all that? Cause obviously he, he or she has to go back to the group and describe it so they could build the same one. <laughs> So it's about communication. And obviously for that player, it's about memorization. Yeah. Like, can they, I say, if you got photographic memory, then you're good. <laughs> um, and you can't take a cell phone shot of it either. You know, you got to look at it. You know, maybe you could take notes. I don't know if anybody took like written notes, but, you know, look at it, critique it. And all right. And then go back and say, hey, we got this things about this high, about a foot tall. And it had a red piece here, pink piece here, yellow. So it was interesting. We had, you know, five groups and one group, obviously there was a winner and the winner was basically whoever could basically duplicate it. Right. And there was one that was like crazy. identity. it was like, Oh wow. This really? Was, it was like dead on. And, and how I, I broke up teams. So obviously it wasn't the teams that compete together. I, I broke them up. You know, mm-hmm. I broke all that up. That was because you don't get to know nobody by being on the same team and no matter what. So 
So I broke them up. So it was different, you know, Smash Brothers with Call of Duty players to Overwatch players, League players, and Valorant, or Apex Legend players in there, Rainbow Six players, and everybody. So yeah, they learn obviously skills of people new to your to your friends list. Now you're talking to them because you're trying to figure out okay, which Lego piece goes where and is it the right color? Because you have to match colors and everything. It's like uh, what's it called? It's like a version of banana phone, essentially. You know, okay. where you're passing the. You know what I'm talking about? Where no, someone me. says says a phrase or a sentence, and you say it to the person behind you, and it's just like, oh, you yes, got you got to have that, that yes, communication. I didn't know that was called. What was it called? We called it banana phone. I don't know if that's right. Uh, it doesn't I mean, sound right, <laughs> but I, I know that's heard, what we called I it. Know up the in game. Northeast. I've yep. done that game before. Yes, that's all about communication. So that's what we did, and it was a good. You know, everybody liked it. Actually, I uh, saw the Discord like right after, like the day after. Uh huh. It was all like, oh man, have fun. It was nothing, and I but I, I gave him a survey. Say, look, you know, this is. A, I told him it was going to be a feedback survey, so something I could do better. The stuff I know I could do better right now wasn't wasn't really on me. It was the tech. It was, uh, and it was the fact that things like take forever to download sometimes. <laughs> so I, yeah. So, so what I did, we played that game. We played Lego Man, and it was another game called What Would X Do? And when I read it, so I read the room. When I read the instructions, I swear to this is where kids, I love kids today. I love my players for being who they are. I read out the instructions of this second game. And I'm I'm trying to like make it funny and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And when they once I read all the instructions, and I'm reading instructions, it's like it's confusing the hell out of me too. I'm like, I'm reading it, and while I'm reading it, I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. And of course, when I and then when I was done reading, when I said, hey, everybody ready to go? Nobody said a word. <laughs> they were just as lost was, as you. I said, uh, you know what? Scrap that. <laughs> I, I, I read the room. I was like, this ain't going. We ain't doing this. Uh, next next thing. So I was like, you know what? I'll quit being quick on my feet. And I already had all the systems. I had Xbox. I had my PlayStation 4. I have a Switch all hooked up, ready to go. Mm -hmm. So it's a game. Basically, it's a league that I know back, back, back east in Virginia called UEL. Is the United e in Gamers League? I know I probably talked about it earlier in, the, in me, you know, starting here on the show. So if you go online, you type in either UEL or type in or spell out every word, United in Gamers League. It's a league based in Fredericksburg, Virginia. They're trying to build out franchises. Mm -hmm. I think the, they might now have, have other places over on the East Coast somewhere that compete against each other. So they have three seasons a year, and they play a list of 33 games. All the genre, you know, so all so genre games from you know games from fighting games to sports games to shoot FPS mm -hmm. to real to strategy games, all that uh, racing games too, and then they have their teams that are uh, basically free to play. Any kid can sign up. That's eighteen or thirteen and up, and they could compete and I could, they could compete for money. So what their whole basis of their tournament is or their season is, um, you have your roster of players. And then once the, once this day is game day, they'll spin the wheel, and the wheel has all the games on there. And so when the wheel stops spinning, the game is picked, and it could be Overwatch. And so whoever your best Overwatch players is are, you got to put them on like game time. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And then they'll spin the the wheels. You know they win or lose, they play that game out. Then spin the wheel. Oh, now it's Madden. So you got to find your Madden player that's really good. So you got to make sure you organize your roster right. To make sure you're, that obviously, if you've just played Overwatch and maybe your best Madden player was on the Overwatch team, they're down for a round. <laughs> so you better hope you got another Madden player right. sitting on the roster as a coach. 
So they have coaches, they got teams, they got everything. Check them out. It's pretty cool. It's probably I mean, a great way to recognize weak spots too. Weak Doing spots. that type of version. It's like, man, we we really struggle in first-person shooters. We're it's, getting killed boom, out here. Boom. Mm-hmm. So that right there is something that I'm going to treat. Once we get finances, once we get things rolling here in Lincoln, probably another year or two, you know, we'll have our place here. But I want to plan out a trip out there and and do that tournament. That'd be a fun tournament too. because now I'm gonna find out like who my really my real gamers. Are. I found mm-hmm. out because we kind of did this format after we the second game didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> the second team activity was like everybody in the room was like, eh. and I was like, all right, I'm reading the room. We ain't doing that. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So I I already put all the names of the games that were on downloaded on the on consoles. When some of them I thought were downloaded, didn't all the way get finished. So we did play a few games. It was one on my Switch, a fun game. I would advise you to get it. This is a good party game. Okay. I got uh, a Switch. It's on It's on Switch. It's called Boomerang Foo. Boomerang Foo. Oh, my goodness. Is it like multiplayer? Game? Yes. You okay. can play up to six players on there. And what is funny about it, it's a, it's, it's a cartoonish game. Mm-hmm. Multiplayer game where you pick your character. Your character is a fruit, vegetable, or a sandwich. <laughs> That's you. Okay. I'll pick the avocado. I don't mm-hmm. know why I like the avocado. Maybe it's because they're good for me. Healthy guy, yeah, probably. Yeah. I like the avocado. They got <laughs> mango, a banana, uh, uh, orange. They have an onion. They have a hot pepper. Oh uh, yeah, give me the hot pepper. They have a easily. peanut butter. I think they have a peanut butter jelly sandwich <laughs> running around. So you are these characters with legs and arms, and you're running around with a boomerang, and you're basically killing each other with the boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no blood and guts. You just, you know, if you chop somebody, it's kind of like they fall in. To two because yeah. they're they're a fruit or a sandwich. Just like cutting up an orange in real life. Yeah, exactly. You cut up an orange, it flies, it falls in the slices. Mm-hmm. So, so they 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 get they found that game on there. I mean, not found it. I started that game and they loved it. And then um, I tried to get other games going. It was another fighting game that we found on my Xbox that did download. <laughs> was called Guilty Gear, and it's a really really fun game. But I had downloaded like three or four fighting games: JoJo's uh, Bizarre Adventure, um, Guilty Gear, and Mortal Kombat. And the only one that worked was Guilty Gear. I was like, come on. Take, but that's the classic. The game's done, and yeah. you fire it up, and then it says loading update file. It's like, <laughs> And then it's like another five hours. You know, of course, my kids, and I'm like, but but I've been there before, so it, I was barely sweating. I didn't let them see me sweat. <laughs> I've been there before because I've done Madden tournaments where the rosters didn't update. Really? And, of course, players were, like, salty. I mean, yeah. Be, you know? be for, I can't stand when I play 2K. And like I can't update the rosters, yeah, because it's just weird, you know. You'll be playing as the Sacramento Kings, and you know you'll be like, "Why is Tyrese Halliburton still on the rock? He's right. on the Pacers." You're like, hold up, it changes completely how uh, you're going to play off. the game. Yeah, so yeah, like that happened to me at my charity fundraiser in Green Bay when I did a Madden tournament, and and majority of the crowd they were, you know, it was a few a few complainers, but majority is like, you know what? I said, look, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing I could do about it because they. The restaurant had told me they had the Wi-Fi. And it was just a Wi-Fi? It was just a Wi-Fi, <laughs> not the Wi-Fi or the gigs coming in that place. So, like I said, here in this event with the kids, I said, I didn't let them see me sweat. I just kind of messed around, a little frustrated, just like, ah. But they were like, coach, you know what? You know, We'll just play the game, one of the other games. I'm like, thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah, sounds like I they said. had a good time regardless. Yeah. You got 50, 50 kids, you said? Yeah, 50 kids. That's a good number. Um, was able to talk with uh with Darren, who I met here during the grand opening with uh Raising Canes. Okay, yeah. And they don- they donated some some of the food, some of the lemonade, some of the um was it uh, bread, 
bread is awesome. Yeah, the raisin Coleslaw. canes bread is big. Yeah, there's coleslaw and some and the dipping sauces. So uh, shout out to Darren at uh, Raisin Canes here. We're gonna be talking more, doing some more business, and maybe getting a you know official sponsor or partner with uh, Raisin Canes. So when we do stuff like this, we can call them up and say, hey. That'd be a great spot because I'll say this much raising canes. I've never had someone that's like, ah, I'm good. No, I don't, I don't really like raising canes. It's it's like it's awesome. it's, it's incredible. All some, yeah, some of the best chicken. That's and, my go-to in Lincoln if I'm getting like and chicken. I, and I found out why. Okay, a little digress from what we're doing with mm-hmm. esports here, but why? But it's still in that same neighborhood. Real because, quick, I want to say this just okay. for our listeners because I totally forgot I was oh. going to bring it up. But uh, Thursday, December seventh. 2 p.m. Georgia Tech volleyball tournament. Yes. I was going to look that up for it. I completely forgot. Oh, about gotcha, it. But Thursday, gotcha. December 7th, 2 p.m., Georgia Tech. Uh, but go ahead there. Nice, nice. So I found this out back in uh, this uh, about a month ago, about two months ago. So back in September, one of the other coaches that I met going to the National Coaching Convention in Boise, Christopher Turner, coaches at Southern University. I went down there to his campus for a panel. Mm-hmm. Where I talked to a whole bunch of law students at Southern's Law School about esports contracts and what you may get into if you're a lawyer now these days, not just from traditional sports athletes, but now esports athletes are having contracts that need to be, you know, looked over by uh, you know, a law a lawyer. And I'm riding around, he's driving me around, kind of giving me a tour because um, you know, Southern's in Baton Rouge. I hadn't been there before. My dad is from New Orleans originally and just being down there was really cool. And he, we're driving around, and he's giving me a nice little tour of the town. And and I'm seeing Raising Canes. And I, but I see more than Raising Canes. I see the Raising Canes Convention Center. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Arena. That's what it was. Arena. I said, so this is obviously, you know, common sense tells me Raising Canes, this is where it's born. Mm-hmm. He said 100%. The owner, CEO, went to LSU, which is in Baton Rouge as well. And he said, you know, he went through um, culinary school and got his master's in that and other business, you know, his MBA and all that. And right in his last year of working on his master's, he said that, you know, he, like one of his class projects, it was actual business assignment, you know, create something, a food product that is going to be irresistible to your consumers. And so he basically did all the work to the science of creating the perfect chicken tender Mm -hmm. from the weight to the, to the, the weight of the meat, the consistency to the breading, everything and the first shop that he started is still there and so i, I took a picture it was of a campus store right like no the, no, on the no, lsu no. campus um for this not, first one no it was off campus off campus okay. yeah but it's it's still there it's like a hole in the wall yep like all things are in the beginning right <laughs> yep and i'm like i, I send a picture to my wife because my wife loves raising canes raising canes like yourself mm-hmm. and i'm like this Everyone. is so cool and uh so yeah quick little story that raising canes originated in uh, Baton Rouge, and the CEO is like went to, to the science. He took classes with Hawaii, where he could he did this research to where he knew what type of breast to get off the chicken, mm-hmm. what area, and then how to cook it the perfect timing to take it out of the fryer because when it's not dry, yeah, and brittle and all that, and what makes a bad chicken's tender mm-hmm. basically, and the breading being perfect because it's not overly. You know, it's not over the top. It that's the real science that's for the me. Huge. Me the, too. The breading is what makes it so good. Exactly. For me, when the breading is like there and it's not there at the same time, I'm like, yeah, they know. Yep. I said, yeah, thank you. Just thick enough and crusty so when you bite into it, the juices are locked in. Yes. And like you talked about the chicken, they got the perfect cuts. It's not going to be dry when you bite it. Because I've had that where you got a really crispy 
chicken tender. You're like, oh, it's going to be good. You bite into it, and it's just it's, it's bone dry Straight inside. disappointment. Yeah, and that's not a good one. Straight disappointment. And uh, yeah. I remember listening to a podcast. That's why it's ringing a bell for me. I yeah. bet it was Ryan Russell out of all the podcasts. And I want to say, I don't even think... I think when he was doing that assignment, the teachers weren't about it. They thought it was a terrible. Yeah, yeah, they, they were like, "No, nah, you're not gonna be, you know, being negative." And I had that too. Yeah. I had that to me happen to me when I was in uh, fifth grade. I think I told you the story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that happens, and so it motivates people, obviously. So it motivate him to create the perfect chicken tender and sauce. A lot yeah, of people don't and like the sauce. Yeah, some of the kids actually at the uh, at the event, they was like, oh, I'm, "I'm like, really? You don't like the sauce?" It was a little surprising. I'm not big on the sauce myself. But I'm not, I, I, to be honest, I don't really dip my chicken tenders in the ketchup or anything crazy. I'll do barbecue. If you got a good barbecue, mm-hmm. that's the route I go. Right. But uh, yeah, well, I'm not sure. Is there, their sauce is just like ketchup and I know that they don't have the actual ingredients, the secret sauce, but it's yeah. like a concoction of ketchup and what else? Uh, I would say maybe like a chipotle. Yeah. That's kind of what I get I wouldn't get say ranch. It. it doesn't have a ranch no. taste. I would say more of a, on the chipotle side seasoning. Which is very good, which mm-hmm. I like. I mean, when I hear when I see Chipotle, other than the, <laughs> the restaurant, and I see some type of Chipotle season, I'm I'm in. You got me. You have me at chip. <laughs> so, so, um, but no, great. You know, nice little story behind that. But like I said, overall successful event. And like I said, other than the Xboxes and you know Xbox, PlayStation, not quite working. And that's what I'm gonna fix up next time. And we're gonna do it again in at the start of spring. And we already threw out the dates. I'm gonna have to hand in. I'm actually handing in a survey between tonight and tomorrow um, to the rest of the kids that were that did attend, and for anybody else that didn't didn't. That a few players had family stuff going on. They had to go visit birthdays going, which is fine. You know, no big deal. Um, but we'll be able to do this again. And the plan is, like I said, because I get to know my players, I get to know them where I can understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, they understand me and who I am, and not thinking this is some old dude that used to play football here and what is he doing closer than us playing video games. But I explained that to him too. I said, "Look, you know, I grew up just like y'all. I was playing video games all day long, and then I had to get my book. You know, I had to make sure I had to study up for classes and make sure I, I, was, I was on top of my grades. Um, Fortunate enough, with the other school I was at, I told him I won a national title in Madden, and I won a divisional championship in Valorant. And uh, you know, it's like so I'm not just here because I'm the pretty face. You know, yeah, no, I, I'm here because I have some experience mm-hmm. and I have leadership." skills where i learned here you know starting here in nebraska and then you know from high school and little league that i developed of knowing how to motivate you know hold people accountable including myself and get people to where they could be their best you know and i, I really when i thought of when i went from all the leadership skills i say i developed i'll say those areas i didn't realize how long i've been doing it. i've been doing it since i was probably like five or six years old you know telling kids hey man we got this we're going to go do this. And Who do you credit for that? I would say probably my parents and my, you know, my family, my mom, dad, my brothers, sister, family, some teachers, coaches growing up that mm-hmm. were just like, man, you know, like you're different. You know, you know, you're a good athlete, but then you listen to everything I tell you, you know, players, my coaches used to say that to me all the time, man, I'm on you. He listens to every, they tell my, I could hear over here them talking to my mom and dad or talking to my brothers, man, I'm on listening. He's, I mean, he's faster than everybody, but one thing different, he listens to everything we say. That's but, hard to do when you're killing people. Right. Because it's like, why do I need to listen? Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm doing the work without listening right now. Right. I got all this athletic ability. I don't need that information. I'm mm-hmm. good. But it's like, for me, it was like, no, nah, I want more because I want to you know, make sure I know everything I need to know about what I'm doing. Football, baseball, basketball, English class, science, biology, you know, some, you know, computer science classes that I took, you know, so it's just like, 
I always want more. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now because I, one, love doing it. Mm-hmm. And I love coaching those players. And I know it's going to continue to grow. Um, but, yeah, it's just something where they now, I believe a few of them get it where they're like, okay, I see why. Why they brought this guy in. Why they called him up. <laughs> um, and uh, But I said, look, you know, we're here to have fun. So we did. We had played that first game. And then, you know, then we played the rounds of games after that. Boomerang food was one of them. Guilty Gear. And like I said, turned out to be a good, fantastic day. Can't wait. I'm planning the next one now, which would be in February sometime or maybe uh, early March. Just trying to make sure coordinate schedules and everything. So, yeah. Sounds like it was a yeah. successful event. You get 50 kids in there and yeah. you still manage to, what's the right word here, just on the fly. Yep. Uh, just through a few minor things. But one more from the text line here. We got Dave in Fullerton. Again, talking about Raising Cane's here. And this is how good Raising Cane's is. Right. Uh, yes. My wife and I went to Raising Cane's for our 25th anniversary. Good stuff. Oh yeah. So 25th anniversary, Raising Cane's still still I works. I would not be surprised <laughs> if my wife asked me to do that because we're coming. We're we're not quite at 20 yet. We're around. This will be next year. This some next June will be 18 for us. Okay. So I would not be surprised. I'm gonna start trying that more. That's yeah. a cheaper date on the, <laughs> on the anniversary, but definitely. Nonetheless, we gotta throw it to break here on the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison on the ones and twos. Host as always, the names in the show. Amon Green. We'll talk to you guys after the break.